Welcome to Productivity, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. This week's episode inspiration comes from this week. I had another episode all lined up, but this one just felt a lot more appropriate. We've had a really, really, really bad week and it's only Wednesday. And I know a lot of other people have too. We're totally out of routine. We've had visitors for two weekends in a row, which is obviously lovely, but it's also very depleting for our quiet little family. Our kid's been monstrously sick and is currently home from daycare for her third day in a row. So that means we've been squeezing our work in around her coughing fits and nose wiping. And for some reason, having a runny nose for the first time in her life. She's had a runny nose before, but this reaction is happening for the first time in her life. It really panics her. So she's been screeching that she needs tissues. And I know she's only two, but it's just been like 48 hours of her panicking every time her nose runs. So we are just totally exhausted. You know, I absolutely love the current climate of self-care prioritizing. It's fantastic that we have permission and give others permission to tap out of things if they need a break. I know a lot of workplaces are being a lot more flexible when it comes to mental health issues and family care. It's fantastic. I also really like that call out culture is calling out the culture of pressing on when we need to slow down and take the breaks we need. And I'm one of those people who really, really needs to hear that. I know a lot of medication companies are even backing off on their soldier on style messaging, which is great. We need, deserve and have the right to rest. That is why minimum work weeks were invented. However, there are some times when you just need to power through and that's what this episode is all about. So Monday was a really bad day. I just felt like a giant pile of garbage and all I wanted to do was just curl up in my bed and watch Netflix and drink copious amounts of tea all day. Unfortunately, when you work for yourself, days like this can be very expensive because no one can do your work for you and freelance clients don't offer sick days, which really sucks. And now that I have a child, days like this are even more expensive because I still have to pay for the childcare I arranged before I knew I was going to feel like a giant sack of shit, regardless of whether or not she actually attends. And this week she was sick. So on top of that, I was paying for childcare and not getting paid. So it was just a big nightmare unenthusiastic fist bump. So it was a precious day that I had set aside to get a whole lot of stuff done so that I could actually spend some quality time with my family later in the week. I didn't have any choice but to power through. And I knew I was just having a random low energy day. It didn't mean I was anxious or depressed. And I certainly wasn't sick. It doesn't mean I need to make any dietary changes. I was just a little bit flat for no real reason. And you know what? Sometimes that happens and we don't have the option of falling in a heap. We just need to get on with it, which is super annoying but that's just life. So here's what I did. And I hope that these things will help you out. If ever you have a day where you're just feeling a little bit flat and curling up in a ball and resting is not an option. First of all, only do the most important stuff. Do only what really needs doing on low energy days. If you've got grand plans to clean out the storage cupboard, tackle a big report or knock over the first chapter of a book that you've always wanted to write, a low energy day is not the time to do this. Those tasks are hard enough on high energy days. Do the very bare minimum of what needs doing. Emails, meetings, follow-ups, 
finishing off things you've already started and save those big grand tasks for days when you're feeling a little bit more up to it. Also, if you can manage it, give yourself an early mark. Being good to yourself on low energy days generally pays off in a quicker recovery time. So when you're feeling a bit slumpy, it's not the time to burn the candle at both ends. That means no Marie Kondo in your kitchen or baking the kids lunchbox treats or researching health insurance. Nope. You have to save all of that shit for another day. If you are in a profession like retail or teaching that requires your presence, go into basic mode. Low energy days are not the days to get a head start on stock take or do a complicated and high energy experiment with your year nine science class. Do the absolute bare minimum and have an honest chat with your boss and see if you can skip the staff meeting this afternoon. Honestly, give it a try. I used to do it all the time when I was teaching. I would just say, look, I'm really not feeling up to it. Can I skip the staff meeting this afternoon? Most of the time, if you attend all of the other staff meetings, and give them your all, most managers or you you don't call teaching bosses managers, what are they, leading teachers? Most leading teachers will actually listen to you, decent ones will, and might actually let you skip a meeting every now and then. Another thing you can do is to do everything as quickly as you can. Speed is your friend. Use timers, use rewards, use pure damn willpower, but get everything done as quickly as possible. When you're feeling a touch slouchy, your day will deliver consistently diminishing returns. This means that you are going to get more shit as the day goes on and your ability to effectively get things done is going to get worse and worse. So slam through what you can in the first half of the day and then take it easy in the afternoon. Even on high energy days, I struggle to be productive at 4 p.m. Most of my work days are just a race against the clock to get my most important stuff done by 4 p.m. when my brain just decides to float off into oblivion. This happens at about 2 p.m. on low energy days, midday on really low energy days. So get everything done really, really fast so you can fall in a heap as soon as humanly possible. Another thing, Fake it. A positive attitude can make all the difference on a low energy day. As an extrovert, I find being around people or having lots of Zoom meetings to be very beneficial on low energy days because it just gives me that little extra burst of stimulus and just increases my energy levels. If you're an introvert, try doing solo tasks that require a bit of concentration. Avoid people as much as you can on low energy days. And extroverts, you surround yourself with all the people. So I work from home. I know a lot of people are also working from home at the moment and probably will be for the foreseeable future. I find getting properly dressed and putting up makeup, putting on makeup to be a really big help just helps me feel like I'm awake and ready to tackle the day. And it's also really important to find a physical task marker that signals an energy burst. That might be making a cup of coffee, turning on your concentration music or popping on your noise cancelling headphones, but having a physical action that starts that actually marks the start of your concentration period is really excellent. This is going to sound a little bit bananas, but I actually have fake glasses that I have worn for years and years when I sit at my computer. They're not actually fake. They're those blue light glasses that are supposed to cut down on the blue light that emits from your screen. The funny thing is, is that I got these when I did a job with Bupa. I'd say it was like six or seven years ago now, and they were promoting these blue light glasses that were supposed to stop you from getting that fatigue from blue lights. They absolutely worked and they were fantastic. 
and I used them for years and years. The thing is, is that I replaced the screen that emitted the blue light with a screen that doesn't emit the blue light. And I've had this screen for about four years, but I still wear the glasses. They don't do anything. They don't, there's nothing for them to cut out. So they are literally just weird glasses that I put on my face. But for some reason, they are one of my physical markers that signals an energy burst and signals the beginning of my concentration. So that sounds really bananas, but maybe you need a pair of blue light glasses or just a pair of glasses that make you feel particularly smart and productive. And when you sit down at your desk and put them on, you start your day. And I'm not even kidding. If I go upstairs and my glasses aren't here, I have to go downstairs and get them because I just cannot sit in front of my computer without my fake glasses. And now everyone thinks I'm very strange. But yeah, give that a go because it actually helps me a lot. Another thing you can do, uh, this is a fantastic Pavlovian trick to uh, make yourself turn on focus mode. I've been using Toggle app to time how long I spend on tasks and it is a rad motivator. I start the timer and I'm like, shit, I'm timing myself, do something. And I don't know why, but it really helps. And there's something super depressing about checking the timer to see that you have spent a full 45 minutes watching a vlogger that you hate on YouTube. So if you are struggling, use Toggle app. It's a really good little timer app that really might keep you focused on one of those low energy days. Hey, it's Carly. So I really hate asking for favors. I'd rather do literally everything myself, but I can't do this myself. So I need your help. Would you mind taking a few minutes to leave a review for productivity? Just go to the show page on the podcast app, scroll down to the ratings to where it says leave a review and click on that. If you enjoy the show or anything that I do really, that would be a really wonderful way to help me out. Thank you so much. I hated that. Thank you. Another really good tip is to have a quick rest. Now, I know this option isn't available to everyone, but if you can, have a nap. When I was a teacher, I'd go to my car on my lunch break and have a little nap. And I know that's not available to all teachers, but if I had a 20-minute break, I would just leave and that would stop me getting bothered by people. I would be able to, because, you know, other teachers would pop down to the shops or go and do their banking and I would just pop to my car and have a nap. And then I would return to work feeling ace and raring to go in the afternoon. I do feel like people get quite judgy about naps, but honestly, they can stick it. Naps are great. And I would much rather have a nap and be firing on all cylinders in the afternoon than be mooching around like a zombie because I'm tired. And this sounds totally weird, but I go to the gym most mornings. And if I had a bad night's sleep, rather than skip the gym, I'll still get up and go. But when I get home, I'll have a quick 20 minute nap after my shower. It's an absolute lifesaver. And it does seem strange to have a nap first thing in the morning, but really I'm just being a grown up about it. It's much better to invest 20 minutes in a restorative nap than waste seven hours of your workday operating at half mast. And big caveat, that 20 minute nap is only available to me on super early gym mornings and only if my kid is still asleep. So yeah, do take that if it's available to you, but maybe think about other ways that you can sneak in a cheeky little nap. I'm really pro nap. If you're not into naps, try and work them into your day. They can be such a game changer. Another thing that I would like to mention is to get some goodness into you. So look, I would avoid self-medicating with sugar, but my magic combo is a flat white, a Barocca and some paleo muesli with some yogurt. And that will just give me the little afternoon boost that I need to function like a human. 
I would personally avoid the temptation to eat chocolate biscuits or sugary treat food. I mean, it'll give you a buzz, but it's probably going to be pretty short-lived. A nutrient-dense snack is usually a better option. But also, mate, just have the damn Tim Tam if that's going to help you get through the day. You do you, boo. This is just a super quick episode just to help you get through those low-energy days that I know most people I know are having this week. And unfortunately, you probably are too, but we can do this. Let's do it. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Productivity, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at carlyjacobs.com. That's Carly Jacobs, D-O-T-C-O-M. You can also email me, productivity at carlyjacobs.com. And I love hearing from listeners, so seriously, don't be shy. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash productivity. Also, if you love the show, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter. Even $5 a month would be a huge help in covering production, editing, equipment, promotion, and guest wrangling. Just visit patreon.com forward slash productivity. Oh, and one more thing. As I said earlier, please leave a rating and a review. It's the best way to help other people find the podcast. Until next time, remember, little habits, big life.